0: News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk.
1: Minister for Foreign Affairs Mihal Martin, welcome to News Talk Breakfast. Um, first up, Tawhida, if I might, get your reaction to those scenes we saw from Gaza last night—the strike on the Al Lee Baptist Hospital.
0: Uh, I think the scenes were horrific. Um, I had a function last evening, and afterwards I watched on BBC for an hour, and uh, the appalling images. Um, and the commentary and the claim and counterclaim. Uh, it, it, and I condemn unreservedly the attack on uh, on this hospital. Um, and um, I do believe that the International Criminal Court, um, which has jurisdiction over Israel and the occupied territories, um, should investigate this. Um, and Kareem Khan, the prosecutor uh, of that court, has made it clear that the court has jurisdiction in, 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 in this area. Um, because in any context, in any war, as I said uh, during the week, rules apply. And any targeting or any attacks on on civilian infrastructure uh, represents a clear breach of international human uh, law uh, and, and is a war crime. Um, and, um, uh, and and we don't know, uh, you know, just claim and counter claim. But I think it reveals the broader issue of the suffering of Gazan people now. Um, in an enclave there's nowhere to go. I spoke to uh, Philippe Lazzarini of the um, uh, UNRWA, the United Nations Relief and Works Agency, which is the oldest agency working in the Middle East um, to support Palestinians in the various locations in refugee camps and education, health, and so on. And he said the situation is absolutely dire on the ground, and that was the night before last. Uh, water, 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 he said, is the absolute priority. Um, and then, of course, uh, food supplies and supplies for the hospitals. And so it's absolutely imperative now that a humanitarian corridor, corridor is opened up, an effective one. We believe the Rafah crossing represents the most effective routine um, for uh, humanitarian aid and supplies for the people of Gaza. Um, there has been ongoing negotiations between the Egyptian and Israeli authorities, with, with American authorities putting pressure on to try and get this organized again um, with um, because of the yeah. the war situation presumably and Hamas. Though, it's probably very difficult to get results
1: presumably it is egypt who's in charge of that crossing i mean the border there is between gaza and egypt israel don't run that crossing are, are egypt reluctant to allow an influx of palestinians into egypt <sighs>
0: Um, Well, I think Egypt is ultimately responsible. Egypt is not in a position, given the the fact that there's a war being prosecuted by Israel against Hamas, and Hamas is at war against Israel. Uh, Clearly, the the Rafah crossing could be, um, there's a fear that it could be used for other um, uh, operations as well. Um, uh, But I think, given, but our view is, given the overall situation and the dire situation that Gazans find themselves in, those issues have to be overcome um, immediately to allow aid in. So it's not a simple yeah. matter that it's yeah. just a matter for the Egyptian authorities. Do, I think it's, it's been realistic I want, about I, it I, I do because to, there has been there has been various attacks in and around the Rafah crossing yeah. and, uh, and I, to try and undermine I, any prospect of of getting out. I want out to their, come um, back to the humanitarian,
1: the humanitarian issue, yeah. but I, I just want to ask you, first of all, before we move on, that you mentioned the kind of the blame game, but the IDF, the Israeli Defence Forces ha, ha, had a press conference this morning. They were emphatic that this is not an Israeli airstrike on on that hospital, that it is a misfired Islamic jihad rocket. Um, they're absolutely emphatic and believe that they, or, or are certainly saying that they have proof, intercepted phone calls, um, videos, etc, etc. Is it possible that that is the case?
0: Uh, well, it is possible, but I haven't seen any of the material that the IDF have released. Um, th- that was being said last evening, uh, close to midnight, in, in terms of their assessment and their statements in relation to it, to the, the for the idea, for saying this, but it's very important. It's very difficult for for, for us to yeah, verify any of that. And it's very difficult for journalists as well to verify that. And uh, I was struck by the, you know, the asserters and or the you know the criticism of journalism generally, which I think was unwarranted in yeah. respect of calling that because it's just impossible if you're not.
1: No, and that's
0: why independent very. It's extremely is difficult. Needed.
1: Can I ask you? I mean, we've been speaking to experts on, on this conflict all week, and, and the same thing keeps being said. There is a humanitarian disaster unfolding before our eyes, and there is no real military solution to this conflict. What needs to happen now? And and, and do we, the Irish, does the EU? I mean, we're looking at footage. President Biden has literally just touched down moments ago in Israel. What needs to happen, Tornista?
0: I think the international community has to put significant pressure um, to to call for restraint. I think there needs to be a humanitarian pause um, or ceasefire to, to to allow humanitarian aid in. Um, and I, I, again, I think the, you know we know that Israel is not going to call off its war with Hamas anytime soon, and vice versa, Hamas has declared its commitment to the destruction of Israel. But in but but a pause certainly or a cessation of hostilities to allow aid in, I think, is essential. I also think that, you know, the hostages hostages should be released unconditionally. Unconditionally, it's it's unconscionable that people have been through an extraordinary trauma already, witnessing their neighbours and family being murdered by Hamas, are now in captivity in Gaza really to be used as pawns in a very sordid sort of leveraging negotiation. And I think that could help if the hostages were released unharmed in terms of the overall atmosphere there to facilitate um, cessation.
1: Does, in your view, the the EU have a role? And did you think, uh, as did President Higgins, that that Ursula von der Leyen's intervention was unhelpful?
0: Well, I, I don't I, I don't comment on, on, on comments from the president. I've never done that up to now. I'm not going to start now because I think uh, the president makes, makes statements on, on various issues. And uh, do you mean the and, president,
1: doesn't, Michael D Higgins, or do you mean
0: Ursula? Leyen? Uh, yeah, our own president. Yeah, we, yeah. Never but, but, but Ursula
1: von der Leyen's statement was that. Was that on? Was that on health? The first
0: point I would make is I think the president von der Leyen has, um, as of the last number of days, clearly pointed. To, to, to the importance of adherence to international law, um, and I believe that the European Union, more generally, um, is, is a very important um, contributor here in terms of humanitarian aid. But the most, we're the biggest contributor of humanitarian aid to Palestinians, I think we can put pressure on to um, enable uh, humanitarian aid to get into Gaza. Uh, I think the balance initially. I was not right. There are different strands of opinion across Europe in respect of this issue. We need to understand that. I spoke at length at the Foreign Affairs and Defence Committee yesterday about that. And I think um, given European experience around the Holocaust, a number of European states, particularly Germany, Austria and others, look at this through a different lens, to to perhaps the lens that Ireland and others do. And it's trying to understand that and trying to deal with that to make sure that we collectively can bring the best uh, pressure to bear on getting the right okay. outcomes for the people of Gaza now at this stage yeah. but also then towards a, a more political track because I think everybody we, we, I was only out there a month ago trying to engage and we were fairly depressed leaving the situation we didn't anticipate what was to happen but we knew the situation was deteriorating fast yeah. and ultimately that. that was because of a waning political track and, and that needs yeah. to be resuscitated in the, in the aftermath Absolutely. of this appalling period that we're going through now.
1: And Minister for Foreign Affairs, Mihal Martin, thank you very much for speaking to News Talk Breakfast. And I should point out that John Simpson will be on with Pat Kenny a little bit later on with more on what is happening currently on the ground in Gaza and
0: Israel. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with air on News Talk.